Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? I You'll find I'm in VG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a roof? And what's the best game where you battle the Pope? Like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a very specific category. Uh, For example, this week we're looking for the best game with a surprising guest star or cameo. Uh, Whether it's Patrick Stewart in The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, Sean Bean in The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, or Terrence Stamp in The Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, there are numerous examples of big-name Hollywood actors showing up in video games where you least expect them. Uh, And we're going to explore that today with our panel. Uh, For months and months, my boss Tom Ari has been saying to me, we need to get some big names onto the podcast. Uh, and I'm pleased to report that I have completely failed in this endeavour so far. Uh, so please welcome for the second time, my mate Owen O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> From the Infinite Review. <laughs> oh, hey, Jim. Nice hey, to how see you. Doing? Yeah, how you doing? Um, I've gone down to the pub, this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in his first ever appearance on this podcast, uh, but almost certainly the last, uh, my other mate, Richie Morgan, from the Scottish Games podcast circuit. <laughs> and uh, that time he completed Dark Souls on Twitch. How you doing? Well, it's so funny when you're like, I wondered what you were going to say from, and of course we have Richie Morgan from my life. <laughs> Yeah, from Game Wank. Game, I'm not allowed to talk about Game Wank. Tom doesn't like it. Richie, um, it's your first time on this podcast, but by no means your first time on a podcast because you seem to uh, you seem to be on everyone's podcast. I just get sucked into them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I'll try not to think about next that, the next time I'm asking you on. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sucking you anywhere. I'm just fucking... I just thought, do you want to join me for a oh, chat? No, it's, it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, seasonal podcaster Richie Morgan. So there's a bunch of pod, games podcasts in Scotland, just for people who don't know. And every Christmas they do, there's like 12 Christmas specials and Richie just shows up on all of them. Like, they in a, in, a wee... in Scotland, like... Not well, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, the broadcast on STV. <laughs> um, and uh, and you just show up every year in your fucking Santa hat, and um, and and everyone has a great time. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, so. That's, I mean, that's it. people that I, I'm, I already feel a bit too exposed here, and maybe we should. <laughs> people don't. People don't care. See, the yeah, thing they, is, yeah. Richie, his appearance fee is always written in mince pies. <laughs> so, and the only time of year you can get them is at Christmas. So we just we just can't get them. The rest and, of the year. and easy peelers. Yeah, easy peelers. <laughs> right, Tom. Uh, Tom, mm. these uh, you will you will have noticed that I have populated our podcast with my friends. So I'm sorry about that. Um, but there is I mean, a I reason mind enough, because I mind uh, enough the first time when Owen was on, I was like. <laughs> Who is Owen? Yeah, but Owen won you, you know, over with big, his cheeky charm, isn't it? He's a big name in the in the world of fringe indie video podcasts. <laughs> <I'm> like, right. 
Never heard of it before, <laughs> but fine. That had yeah. that gave us zero movement on the the views, downloads, stats. I I was happy. I was happy enough with the zero because it's like as long as it doesn't cause you to have fewer viewers. Yeah, as long as it's just it as, as long as it's just Jim's, like no. Jim's reused yeah. it on the TikToks as well, so I'm not sure we did that with your contract, whether we agreed that or not, but. You're on our TikTok now as well. <laughs> I love the implication here, like fucking Tom here is Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, in relative terms, I mean, probably. But, I mean, Richie was like, Jim has for months been like, and now and again, just dropping in on in, in some random part of the podcast about game wank. And we're like, nobody knows what that is. Nobody has a clue what that is. And then Jim's yeah, like, yeah, that's... but I want to get my friend from that on. I'm like, literally, it, it, it's just, it's, nobody has any idea who Richie is apart from in Jim's head and my Slack messages <laughs> talking about Richie and WhatsApp messages about, look what to Richie me. said. I'm like, wonderful. Like, that's hilarious what you said to Richie. <laughs> but I really don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, Jim, Jim lives to basically get... Uh, to upset me a lot of the time on WhatsApp, but uh, can I also clarify that I haven't been at the other end of this going, Jim? Can I please be on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, I have never at any point said that. So, yeah. So just to clarify, <laughs> Richie doesn't want to be here. <laughs> right. Let's 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 get into the 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 game part of this podcast that it is ostensibly about uh, before we start getting into a character assassination of me specifically. Uh, right. So the topic is uh, the best game with uh, a surprise cameo or guest star. Um, I'm thinking Vanilla Ice in that crime game that just came out where vanilla rice is in it you know that kind of stuff where people just pop up and you don't expect it and i think i first want to hear from owen what have you got right i uh, had a big long list of potential choices do they have any props attached to them or not have you got anything to show us <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh my first no we'll get to it the first thing that came to mind was Gact in Dirge of Cerberus, because famously, like Gact has appeared in a couple of games, but he was live action in Dirge of Cerberus, which was just the most ridiculous way to end an already ridiculous game. But I wasn't going to come on here and argue that that was the best game in any <laughs> <laughs> regard, but... Um, I was very tempted to bring on Anna Kornikova's Smash Court Tennis, not for Anna Kornikova because that's hardly a guest star, mm. but uh, mm. Yoshimitsu was unlockable in that. So, uh, you know, that's like a guest star in Anna Kornikova's game. Probably the game I should have picked was Mario Maker because yeah. in the original Mario Maker, and it's something that they unfortunately took out of two, there was the um, the guest sprites which included Baby Metal and Areno from Game Center CX. Oh, yeah. And Sean the Sheep. That's is good. It, I forgot about those, but that's good. Is that the first prop? That's is the it first for, prop. Okay, is there the any sec, more props? Second one is uh, Wallace himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And sure, uh, why not? Yeah, uh, the full set, nice. Ready to Rumble, round two. Had Shaq. Michael Jackson, Bill Clinton, and Hillary Clinton in the ring, punching the heads off each other. 
Could you like? Could you batter the Clintons as the Clintons? Yeah. And uh, what was <laughs> great was Michael Jackson had the diamond encrusted boxing glove, which is just just excellent. It's a good game. Uh, Kamia showing up in the wonderful 101 as one of the selectable guys. Spider Man in Shinobi. Snoop Dogg in lots of things and gone in Tekken 3. All of these amazing choices. Mm-hmm. Any any one of them would have won the game, but uh, what did I pick? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've gone for the Lost World Jurassic Park Special Edition on the PlayStation 1. Oh, which yeah. famously ends with a video message from Ian Malcolm played by Jeff Goldblum. Yeah who doesn't seem too worried about getting into character. Thank you. Thank you for, for sticking with it, for not giving up. That is really something. Now you know what you should do? Turn the thing off, for, for, for heaven's sakes, and go outside. Just the, the star power of that. If you think about when The Lost World came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, there's just nothing bigger. And what's amazing to me is this was put in as like a little surprise treat at the end. And you think about the way IP is handled now. Is there any chance that you would get Jeff Goldblum to appear in a game without, you know, he has to show up at fucking E3. Yeah, without him being on the box art, yeah. Yeah, he has to introduce the game. And the, the video of him at the end, it's just so beautifully of the time because <laughs> it's clearly off the cuff. Yeah. And he just tells the player, okay, you finished the game. Now go outside, blow the stink off here. Go, ta- <laughs> go talk to a member of the opposite sex. He's just like, you know, you're a fucking loser, by the way. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's just so wonderfully... 90s breathe the air take a walk call a member of the opposite sex you know what i'm talking about you know you have a whole life life out there get the stink blown off you just just go comparing it to the jurassic park game that came out recently um evolution 2 that has jeff goldblum and yes he shows up during e3 or the games thing jeff to uh, talk about it. And he sits there and he's selling you the game and he's talking about it. And all his in-game speeches are just like nonsense about like chaos and control and like trying somehow to convince you that Ian Malcolm is completely supporting you in this endeavor to uh, build (laughs) a park when it's, that's what he doesn't want people to do. (laughs) But you know, we have to make the game. Um, but like, we already know, we've seen the real Jeff Goldblum and how he feels about this stuff. He's not interested. And it's like, <laughs> you can tell that piss take from before. That was just so much more honest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I had I had all these notes that I should be referring to because I'm just talking. So like, all he does is mock the smelly, loveless gamer. Uh, I was, I said the star power to game quality ratio here is wild. And I don't want to say that because uh, that might uh, work against me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you no, the game, is, the game is excellent. Everyone thinks the game is great and controls yeah. really well. So it's a really good game. Uh, <laughs> famously, the special edition 
is just the game released again with the controls being a little better <laughs> because of how poorly it controlled. But uh, what was what was this game? How did it play? Was it a two D platformer? Uh, like sort of two point five. You know, 3D, oh, but going from side to side, and it alternated between uh, playing as dinosaurs or as people trying not to be eaten by the dinosaurs. And uh, the soundtrack, the score is incredible. And the composer for all the world films, it's kind of like him doing this job, got him that job. And uh, he also insane. went on to do uh, the, the all your all your Star Trek. So uh, give me points for that, Jim. Yeah, yeah. He does yeah, the Star okay, Trek fine, yeah. films and shows and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That clip of Jeff Goldblum is just from from another age, and it's a fascinating artifact. Yeah, it's kind and, of it's very uh, attitude era, isn't it? It's that kind of sort of you know off the cuff. It's not actually it's not that good. Like you know, he's not an improv genius, but it's like it's charming. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and he is, and he is telling people to go and have a bath, which is, you know, which is also good. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, uh, I just, I, I think, uh, it's, it's an excellent choice and I'd just like to thank <laughs> Jim for his time. <laughs> <laughs> do you, right. do you not have a prop for this one? There's no game. You haven't got the game. No, but uh, I've got um, these. Uh, <laughs> these are two transformers. That this one, that's like the jeep from oh, Jurassic Park. Oh, it turns shit. into okay. a hunter. He's even got like a little. I've got hunter. I bought hat. those for my nine-year-old son. Yeah, these are his. <laughs> <laughs> so unless you want me to break them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I saw Jeff Goldblum in a film last night. Actually, which film was it? He was me like it was Morning Glory. No one's ever heard of this. No, it's no. on Netflix now. It's a, they bill it as a rom com, but it's not. It's just uh, Harrison Harrison Ford's in it as a grumpy man. Yeah, he's like a news anchor who's angry about no longer doing proper news. He's on a morning show and he's very bitter about this. But then Rachel McAdams is a producer on the show mm-hmm. and turns him around. Wins him over. I spoiled it. That's the end of the film. <laughs> and he actually he likes he likes doing it in the end, sort of, and uh, makes a frittata. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. This is like when James Bond made a quiche. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment there where you got where you spoiled the film, and Richie looked like genuinely quite shocked. <laughs> like, oh my, oh my god, god. That's, that's on my list. They got together. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, all right. So, so Jurassic Park: The Lost World. What platform? PlayStation One. PS One. All right. Okay. Of course. Well, Special FMB. edition. Yeah. So yeah. it has slightly better controls. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. What is the best game with a surprise cameo or a guest star? Tom Ori. What have you got? So I was thinking about this, Jim, for a yeah. while. Yeah. Um, and I thought, what is a cameo? And then you changed, you told message me and said that they changed the whole thing. And what I'd said was wrong this morning at the last moment. So I had to rethink and I convinced you actually know I was right. Um, before that, I want like, there's a little story that goes with this partly. Yeah. That highlights the power of a cameo. Yeah. Um, and a surprise appearance, right? So um, it's a couple of years ago, 
um, I think it was near Christmas maybe. Um, and, uh, my wife was like, we need, we need some, uh, leb cooking for Christmas. Right. You know, the, the gingery, are they gingery? Yeah. Like soft biscuit things with an icing on them. Right. They're like yeah. a Christmas thing now that we have here. Right. I'm not sure if you, they're quite middle-class probably. Um, so, um, I went to a local supermarket, right? Yeah. To look for some leb cooking. Um, I just walked in the supermarket and then in this particular supermarket, I won't say what name brand supermarket was. Um, I walked in and there was pastries, right? Yeah. Pastries yeah. Uh, available to select in this supermarket. Um, yeah. I was just walking past it, looking for the lab cooking. And then I heard do poo poo, right? Do poo poo was what I heard. And this was a mother talking to her child two-year-old or something and i turned around and um she got a potty out right and the child was doing a poo in the potty right and this was quite near the pastries in the supermarket it's like what the fuck's going on here i could not believe what i was witnessing right um and it just carried on and i was like did anyone else see this happen I, no one else was no one else seemed bothered by this event happening inside the supermarket hmm. um and everyone was just carrying on their business, probably inches away, picking pastries from this shelf of pastries next to this potty full of poo. Um, I just couldn't believe it. So if we're talking about surprise cameos, I think that is right up there, right? No one expects to see that in a supermarket at Christmas time. No, no, you're right. Right, <laughs> but unfortunately, I can't pick that as my choice because it's a gaming podcast, right? So, um, I had to tell that story because otherwise, my my whole bit is very dull. I can't really uh, can't win you over with the excitement of this choice. Um, Tom, yeah, I, Tom, I, I, I do you know I I had to look up the definition of cameo there because I was like, is that a cameo? So a small a small character part in a play or film played by a distinguished actor or celebrity. <laughs> so I guess the play is the story, and the character mm. is the poo. Yeah. They, they say every little's mm. a stage, right? I want everyone watching the video version of this podcast to go back and look at the smile on Richie's face when Tom brought up pastries. <laughs> as soon as he started talking about pastries. <laughs> The biggest smile, just like, um, he was loving that story. And uh, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> now this the, is the podcast. The favorite, my favorite part of the morning is the pastry section in the wee Sainsbury's around the corner. I'll get, <laughs> I'll get a wee chocolate croissant or an almond croissant. <laughs> He he won't he won't stop, so I'll just cut across him. Um, the other thing, Tom, is I don't know if this is part of a bit, so by all means cut this out if it's part of a bit. But you told this story on the previous podcast. Not like ten podcasts. We've ago. recorded like six since then and he's done it on every single one. That's like okay. it's a running joke. I just I just as I was thinking, he, he, okay, just cut, cut me out pointing that out. Here was me. I was sitting here thinking. I was sitting here thinking, like, God, what a story to bring to a podcast. That's incredible. What a. 
that's well, brilliant. So we've just every show now. <laughs> we've just proven that I listen and Richie doesn't. So that's that's another point for me. Sorry, it's, I can't. This is this is incredible. Like the, the two worlds colliding here, which is like the two like biggest like das in my life, just having a da off in the podcast. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> right. Can put. All right, Tom. What is your choice for this topic? Oh yeah. All right. So yeah. Um, <laughs> the game. The game I picked, and I had to think of something that was, I think, to be a proper cameo. It shouldn't really. Like, it has to be, like, unexpected. The timing has to be perfect, right? Yeah. You have to be like, did I really see that? Did that happen? Like, I think sometimes cameos are really, like, they're just part, they're just in the film or they're in the thing, right? They're not really cameo. Like, Brad Pitt is in a film I saw recently. Um, yeah. With, um, I can't remember what the film's called even, but it's like, he's in it for, like, half an hour. That's not a cameo. <laughs> he's just in that film, he's right? Just in it. It's like Robin Williams and Tu Wong Fu, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what that is. No idea. Um, this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. But I was the, the game I've picked is Halo Reach, right? Which is yeah. definitely a brilliant game. It's it's probably the best Halo, I reckon. Like in terms of like it was like Bungie's, like they done all the other ones, and this is the, the the even though it wasn't Master Chief, right? It was probably the best Halo. Like it, they learned a load of stuff from making other ones. This was really good. <clears throat> um, I think probably the best Halo game, right? And then the cameo. It's right at the end, right at the end of Halo Reach. And Halo Reach is like, even though it is their fourth, maybe fifth, it's ODST, yeah, so fifth the fifth Halo, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's like a prequel to the first Halo, um, Combat Evolved, right? So um, at the end, the final cutscene, I think, I can't quite remember, but um, it, all the events happen, blah, 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 even big fights, uh, it's big cutscene happens, and then you think, right, it's, it's basically leading up to the, the start of the first Halo. In the final cutscene, you can hold right on the analog stick. If you keep holding it in the cutscene, you turn, and there, right there, is Master Chief in one of his, uh, in, like, the pod that gets fired, he's in, on the ship, right? That is, like, you don't even know, Some most people miss this, right? So you might say it's an Easter egg. I don't think it is an Easter egg. I think it's a cameo. And it's such a clever <laughs> one because it's literally, like, look... This is the next game. There he is. He's there. You moaned. He wasn't like he wasn't the star of this, but there he is. He's there, ready. He wasn't fighting in that last bit because <clears> he was in the ship waiting to do the next the next game. Um, mm. I think that's just a really good good uh, cameo though for people that are like really into it. It's like yeah, I've seen him. He's there. It's Master Chief. It's the only thing you go look. That's Master Chief, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that is that wins. And he's <laughs> much better game than Lost World, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's in. Uh, it's it's like Alfred Hitchcock in Rope, isn't it? 
Or you can say like, or any Alfred Hitchcock film. <laughs> no, in Rope. No, in, in, because in, no, because you remember Rope has the bit that it's only if you look to the right he's going to be fired into the next film. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, okay, fucking battlesuit, fucking Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, all right, okay. Um, so just just to be clear, Tom, your um, your surprise cameo is is Master Chief in a Halo game. <laughs> it's not the Master Chief. Game, is it, Jim? Thank you. Quotes. <laughs> all right, okay, all right, okay. Richie, what is the best game with a surprise cameo or guest star? See that this, the, I, I found this one really tough. I was quite annoyed actually when, because uh, when I got invited on, I was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be cool." And then you said a game with a surprise guest, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> now Owen's now Owen's given lots of great examples. I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah." But I, I was like, if I was a PC gamer in the '90s, it would have been sorted. <laughs> but I haven't. I, I'm not. Um, Tom, I'm sorry that Richie specified Owen gave lots of great examples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> you did reel off about uh, all the choices. So just pick yeah. One. yeah, just to cover all my, the bases. My hope was that someone had picked one of those and then I could say, but I didn't go with that because that's very poor. <laughs> um, but something came to mind and it was, uh, I basically went back to my very, the very first, video game i ever owned um, wow so i haven't actually played it in 30 years but wow, okay. <laughs> so i'm of i am referring to the <laughs> the james bond 007 action pack zx spectrum plus two <laughs> <laughs> right that's okay. the one he makes the quiche in. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> which came with three james bond light gun games which i'm just counting as one Right, uh, and it came with the Spectrum light gun. I'm doing a light gun finger here. Okay, um, but um, I mean, they were just pretty much three generic light gun games. But what was interesting about it is obviously we all, everyone here knows that a Spectrum game comes on a cassette tape, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you turn the tape over and put it into a tape player, oh, here we it go. Had th- <laughs> 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 it had three recorded messages from Q. Uh, that were recorded by Desmond Llewellyn himself. And what happened was, is it was the message from Q to 007 uh, that lined up with the game. So the first game was, the first game was called Lord Bromley's Estate. And it's just a clay pigeon (laughs) shooting game. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. (laughs) It was a clay pigeon shooting game. And you're just you're just at a posh person's house shooting clay pigeons. Fucking James Bond at an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, basically. So you, so you get the quiche is becoming more like. <laughs> so you, so you get this recorded message from Q where he's like, "Look, Bond, we haven't sent you on holiday. You're there with a bunch of European delegates, and what's happened is <clears throat> he tells a story about Agent 002, right? Yeah, who's been who's been found dead." Yeah. So someone's out to assassinate these delegates that you're with. So just hang around and make sure nothing happens. So the entire game is you're shooting clay pigeons. And then at the very end, a helicopter appears and goes back and forth. You shoot the helicopter 10 times. It, 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 turns, it turns around and it leaves. 
Um, and then at the end of the message, so Q's like, so just watch out, there's something going on. And then a voice comes up. <laughs> and a voice comes uh, up. MI5. Then a voice comes on the tape and says, stop the tape now and play the next section. <laughs> <laughs> so you play the, and then, and then you go into the next game, which is Q's Armory. <laughs> which you're basically just you know the bit in the James Bond film where he goes CQ and again it's again it's Q saying like so I don't know what was going on at the estate there but there seemed to be <laughs> we got some baddies out there. we're going to assassinate those delegates I'm glad you managed to stop them that could have been a problem <laughs> and then then you you know then you just fire then he gives you a gun he gives you a special gun which is meant to be your light gun yeah and then you just do some target practice at his armory and then that's the end of that game and then the third game is a a repackaging of the living daylights and it was just renamed to mission zero but it's the same game it's just a light gun game and then you get another message from q and again so but what i think what what i what i like about it what i like about it is it just yeah. comes from that time where it's like we'll make a game and we'll think about how we're tying it in later <laughs> yeah and it's like so what we've done is we've got a tape that ties all three of the games together mm-hmm. and creates a creates a story and uh, but also at the time you're like fucking hell that's cute yeah, yeah. You know what? That, that might be James Bond. That might have been one of the first examples of like Which a big. Which was quite surprising. Yeah, yeah. Because like you know, you didn't get like actors in video games until like the PS One era, right? Because did, did the box art mention Q at all? I'm looking at the box art now. Wait, does it say like introduced introduced by Q? If it did, that's not a surprise, is it? It's not. I can't see. I'm looking forward to flashing up so many images of John Delancey in this. By the way, <laughs> yeah. um, hold on. I'm looking at the box. I have been looking at the box art, and there's nothing on it. There, there's probably some small text on there. Richie, you do know that no, Q I can't find any on the box. James Bond isn't RQ. The Bond films would have been a lot shorter, I imagine. <laughs> Unless Q was fa- throwing Bond into these situations. Yeah, Q was testing Bond. If Bond can save the world, then humanity's not so bad. It's Q that keeps changing his appearance. Um, <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I um, no, there's nothing like so. The box, it, I got it secondhand, so I didn't have any of the stuff. But the box had like a James Bond passport and a letter from mi5 and a top secret <laughs> envelope and all that but yeah it's just um oh, i was gonna find an image of the tape actually this is just, in, it's just yeah yeah there's it's not advertised like you look at the box it's just a picture of james bond and two kids pointing a gun at him <laughs> 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 and a spectrum keyboard um so yeah nice all right surprising okay. to me i didn't have the box so it was a big surprise <laughs> incredible right okay we um unfortunately we uh we we need to wrap this up because we're um we're over half an hour already so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh go to the next section where i have to pick something
She uses too many fucking commas, her. Right, so uh, we've got three um, incredible choices. It would be Richie who comes onto this podcast with a fucking spectrum game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the first. I like I think... how it was James Bond, but it's like imagine getting that. Think I'm going to be James Bond, and then it's like Dark Hunt. <laughs> Just the first game. <laughs> second game is just like Tim Can Alley, and then the third game is who I don't know. You described it as it's just like that other game, which assuming everyone knows exactly what that other no, game no, is. No, no, yeah. What I meant is it's just it, you're finally killing enemies in the last game. I can just imagine everyone being like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Living Daylights on the Spectrum." I remember, that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> um, right, okay. So uh, we've got so we've got this bizarre assortment of Spectrum light gun games from Richie. We've got um, <laughs> we've got uh, the Lost World on spe- the Lost World <laughs> Special Edition on PS One, featuring a cameo from uh, Jeff Goldblum, which I think is uh, possibly the. The, the, the man with the biggest star power that's come up. Um, and we've got Halo Reach, um, which is a, a Halo game. That, He's saying Jeff Goldblum is a bigger star than Master Chief. I, I am saying that, that yeah. Saying? <laughs> yeah. we got to be sensible sometimes. Jeff Goldblum, the man, the man who literally plays himself in every film. Or Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, when Jeff Goldblum started turning into a fly... And someone clicked their fingers and said, hang on, quick, get the cameras. There's a film in this. I mean, you got to love that quick on your feet kind of thinking. That's the man. That's Hollywood magic. That's, uh, yeah. So, um, so I think, right. I mean, there's no denying that Halo Reach is a, is a, is a good game, but. I think this is a real stretch, Tom, and I do admire you for persevering, even after Richie read out the definition of a cameo and it did not cover looking <laughs> no slightly more. to the right and Jim. seeing Master Chief. Jim, <laughs> yeah. I think I think we've all, I think in truth, I think the fair thing here is that we've all lost. Because if you think about it, none of these are surprising, are they? Not one is a surprise. Is it Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic in a Jurassic Park game? That's not a surprise at all, is it? That's expected. A, a, a character from James Bond in a James Bond game, <laughs> a major character, really. Yeah, is not it, it, Master, I accept Master Chief in Halo game isn't unexpected, right? But at least my one, he wasn't actually meant. Like no one thought he was in it, right? It was all like he's not in this one. Yeah, he's not yeah. in it. And then yeah. he was, he was in it. So that was a surprise. <laughs> but except that we can all lose together. So yeah. when we all lose, whose fault is it? Is it the person who came up with the? No, 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 of him, yeah, and it's from its on location as is well. Is it the He's... only? Is it, it, most, it seems... most people know Jeff Goldblum as someone in video, though. That's not a surprise. Was, was he... he appears in video to it, most what, people. What other, <laughs> what other format? Like, oh, we—you've uh, got to try that new PlayStation One game. If when you complete it, it beams dreams that <laughs> you will have a dream that night about Jeff Goldblum, guaranteed. Like, what other <laughs> delivery system? Uh, it, it, it would have been a smash hit. Um, uh, especially well, you with could, the you could go down the road of audio, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, let, let's let's just put everyone out of their misery. All right, okay. I'm giving the point to Owen. I'm giving the point to Owen because, right? Although it might not be surprising, particularly surprising that uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum's in a in a 
uh, God, I can't, I can't even speak. It might not be particularly surprising that Jeff Goldblum's in a Jurassic Park game, ultimately. That particular appearance was a bit under the radar. It wasn't advertised and it just happens at the end. And it's got some surprising content. It's a video game telling you to stop playing video games. Um, it's so, a bit like uh, the end of that. Have you seen the new Ghostbusters, Jim? Yeah. Have you seen the new Ghostbusters film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall I spoil that as well, right? <laughs> For the end of that, you watch it, the credits carpet, it's like, and Scorny Weaver. I was like, Scorny Weaver's not in this film. And then there's, there's like a tiny bit at the end. Okay. Weaver. That was a good cameo. Yeah. Because it had no in, no impact at all on the plot of the film whatsoever. It's just literally just appearing for the sake of it. That's why we've like I get okay, Owen's one, I give it to him. <laughs> it had no that had no impact on the game whatsoever, did it? It just appeared at the end. Yeah. It didn't impact the game. And uh, I accept that even though how many films how many Jurassic Park films has Goldblum been in? Four. Do we know? Five? Four? Four. So, like, if someone was going to appear, probably Jeff Goldblum, right? <laughs> but whatever. What's funny is in that new Evolution 2, uh, Jeff Goldblum voices uh, in Malcolm and uh, also um, Bryce Dallas Howard reprises her Claire Darling, Daring... Role, but uh, Owen Grady is not played by Chris Pratt. So when the three of them are talking to each other, <laughs> and yet you know Chris Pratt's voice so well because everyone has been forced to endure it for hours. Yeah. Like, no matter what you like, <laughs> his voice has appeared in it. And so hearing it cut to him, and, it's, it, and he does a pretty good job, but it's like, that's not him. Yeah, just takes you right out of it. I should have got Charles Martinet to do it, shouldn't they? I want to see those three actors hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> the awkward dynamic of not Chris Pratt. <laughs> they might, they might be relieved better. that it's not Chris Pratt. Like, oh, thank fuck. We've got a normal guy. <laughs> right. Okay, okay, okay. We better uh, we better let everyone go and do their things that they actually have to do. Um, uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Richie and Owen, for coming on uh, and uh, uh, and annoying my boss for half an hour. Uh, and um, make sure you share this with all your followers. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the one Welsh guy that gets really annoyed every time Tom loses is going to be absolutely fuming this week. So I'm really looking forward to that. All right, but even even Tom gave it to me so. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, sanctioned. San Tom was robbed, but it was sanctioned by Tom. So uh, did you see Richie was Tom raging when I gave it to you, though? said, help yourself. Richie was fuming when I gave it to you, though. And did you, did you catch that? Did, oh, you yeah. ca did you catch the little flicker of uh, contempt? My, the, I ruined my potential of having one point <laughs> forever. Yeah. And whatever this ends up being. Yeah, exactly. All right, okay. Let's say goodbye, everyone, because we've got Mike Channel coming on the next one, and he's actually a big star. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I haven't heard of him. Bye. 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 What are you doing up there? What are you doing up there?